I'm joined by Noelle Cody from Amazing Ceremonies Ireland. Noelle is a wedding celebrant and solemn, I can't say the word, Noelle, a solemniser. <laughs> solemniser is the word, yeah. Solemniser. It's one I always uh, trip myself up over. You're very welcome to the programme. Thank you very much and thank you for having me on. Yes, my name is Noelle Cody and I'm a, a wedding celebrant and solemniser, which means that I can legally marry people on the day of their wedding. I'm registered with the HSC, Register of Solemnizers. What a lovely job. Oh, it's a brilliant job. It really is because you get to see people obviously in love and what's not to love about love and fairness. But also you see people who are quite nervous and anxious and even though couples may have been together for years, when they're standing at the top of the aisle and their beloved is waiting to come in, there's always an element of nervousness there. So I'm there just to relax them and it takes a couple of deep breaths and to get into the mood of enjoying the day because the most important thing about the wedding ceremony is it's the start of their most perfect day. And the wedding ceremony should be joyous. It should tell their story. It should involve their guests, if that's what the couple want. And um, it should be fun. So I think for me to get that at the end of a ceremony when people come up to me and say, oh, that was wonderful. And, you know, you read told the story of the couple or... Uh, it was good fun. I think if I get that response, I've done a good job. So you obviously get to know couples really well then in the run-up to their big day. Yeah, because we, we have a consultation, several consultations in fact, but obviously get to know the content of their family and if they've previously married, if they have children. I love to involve children in the ceremony particularly and also to involve parents and grandparents and extended family, you know, in the actual ceremony. They're actually doing something in the ceremony. I to get a mention in the ceremony. And then I get to hear their love story, how they met, how they proposed, the ups and downs of a relationship. And a couple of lines can tell a very dramatic story. And at the end of it all, then they get the proposal. And the proposals are always funny. Some of them are not planned at all and they work out very well. And some People spend a lot of time planning the proposal and sometimes it works out perfectly and sometimes it's not so perfect. But the end result is always perfect when the, the other partner says yes. You mentioned their children and that old adage of uh, never work with children and animals certainly doesn't apply to modern weddings, does it? I know it doesn't, definitely. Now, children are children. And the one thing we all know, and I have grandchildren now, is that if you restrict a child from doing something, they will their heads off or do the exact opposite. So my philosophy during the wedding ceremony is let the children do what they want to do. If they want to see if the mum and dad, the bride and groom or the, the, the couple getting married, let them do that. If they want to run, they ramble around, sometimes they play with the ribbons if we're having ribbons in the ceremony. One thing I keep a little eye on is to make sure they don't go near the candles. That's about the only thing. But And then they're happy. They, you know, Then they, they're occupied and they're happy and it doesn't cause stress to the parents because the last thing I want is, is a couple to looking around stressing to see where the child has gone or if a child is screaming and some, someone is in the best of intentions trying to hold the child to stop them rambling around. That distracts everybody and it doesn't doesn't leave for a nice, relaxing ceremony. They, they should be part of the ceremony. They're part of the family. I think that that's one thing I really love about the move away from kind of traditional, maybe religious ceremonies is that sense of inclusion. Everybody's welcome. It's a little bit more informal, I feel. Yeah, it is. It is more informal because it, the ceremonies that I would do are not within the structure of this has to be done here that has to be done there. When I talk to a couple and I ask them what they what they want for the, for the wedding ceremony, and most couples actually don't know what they want, but they're very clear about what they don't want. So 
So we start from that premise, you know, when they say, well, we don't want to have the groom at the top of the room, for example. That's fine. Then we start working on what they want. And the ceremony has to be what the couple want, not what the parents want, not what Granny wants, <laughs> not what I want. So it's tailor-made for people? It's tailor-made for people and so that they're comfortable. Some people, for example, the last thing in the world they want to do would be to write their own vows and say their own vows. The last thing they want to do is to read their vows from a piece of paper. In that case, I would say to them, I will say the vows and you repeat them after me, line for line. And you can see the stress draining out of their faces, particularly the grooms, I'd have to say. You know, they don't want the centre of attention. They don't want a microphone stuck under their faces. The, the intimate, this very intimate part of the ceremony. I try to take the, take the anxiety out of a situation. They may not have been in front of a crowd before. All their pals are down there, their parents. And it's, it's quite daunting, in fact, for them. So I would say to them, we'll do what makes you comfortable. That must offer a huge sense of reassurance. Noelle, for couples who are coming along to our wedding showcase evening in the Medieval Mile Museum, what would you be advising them to have prepared for a chat with you? I suppose what they should have is what the concept of a wedding is. Now, there's a lot of anxiety out there about civil ceremonies, religious ceremonies, secular ceremonies. Can we have a ceremony here? Can we have a ceremony in our back garden? There are rules around weddings, which is the law. For example, they have to give three months notice to the HSE. Everybody, regardless of who's marrying, every couple has to give the HSE three months notice before the date of the wedding, at least. So that's the first thing. I would get onto the HSC, register your intent to marry. And the HSC people, particularly those in Carl Kenny here, are just wonderful. They're so helpful. Get your appointment in the diary for the HSC, and that's your, your register of intent. That generates your, your marriage licence. Very important. I cannot marry somebody on the day unless they have what's called the green folder. And in that green folder are there legal papers which we all sign on the day of the wedding. After that, then the questions, you know, would be, I don't think, I, at this stage, I think I've probably heard most of them. But things like you can't get married in your back garden, for example, because under the law, you must get married in a public place. You must get married in a place that has an address and a structure on the premises. So I couldn't marry somebody in the back garden because it's not a public place. Those kind of questions, again, civil ceremonies are only done by the HSC staff Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. I'm an interfaith minister, which means I am respectful to all religions and none. Because every ceremony that I would do is different. Yeah. Because it's it's focused on the couple. And what I might say for a wedding for one couple would totally be unsuitable for another couple, for example. Noelle, any uh, funny stories to share with us or maybe what's the most outlandish request you've gotten? Have you been asked to skydive? <laughs> <laughs> no hope. That's a firm no. Um, a lot of people would ask me, for example, to, would, would they invite me to the meal after the wedding ceremony? And I would always say no. Thank you very much. I'm not part of the family. It's your day. No, I don't go to the meal after a wedding ceremony. And that, that's, that's quite traditional there, isn't it? You would have your, no, your parish priest at the top table. Yeah, and I am not that. All right, listen, Noel. for couples who want to find out a little bit of information about you or have a look at your frequently asked questions um, just so that they can prepare ahead of the wedding showcase evening, where can they find your information? Well, I, I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Amazing Ceremonies Ireland and um, I can be contacted on 087. 616-3339 and I'll take a call um, anytime I can and if I can't take the call I will get back to somebody and the couples they don't need to have to book me to call me I will quite happily give uh, um, uh, advice and information and yeah because sometimes you have to click with 
with your celebrant as well. I think that's important that, you know, they would have a chance to get a chat with me and then I would say to them, now go off and think about it and then get back to me. All right, Noel. listen, thank you so much for your time this morning. Looking forward to meeting you on the 28th. I'm so looking forward to this. It'll be lovely there and the medieval mile will be just a beautiful spot. Beautiful setting. Yeah, an absolutely beautiful setting. And we've so many great local contributors lined up. So it's going to be a fantastic evening for our future brides and grooms, grooms and grooms, brides and brides across Kilkenny and Carlow. Because it's a beautiful-